everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're with Simon today, and we're going to go over Bayern's gorgeous, gorgeous display against Bayer Leverkusen, which resulted in a 2-0 victory and all but wrapped up the Bundesliga title in name. Now, before getting started about today's game, it is really difficult to ignore the noise all around us about the European Super League. The Bundesliga has stayed out of it, has made strong statements against the Super League. And so, unlike events in England where um, Chelsea and Liverpool displayed uh, signs of anger by burning jerseys, by not letting the team bus in into the grounds and other such actions, none of this was seen in Germany. It was really business as usual. But there was... There were two big games, aside from the Bayern game, that were worth keeping an eye on because they involved two of Germany's biggest clubs. Schalke played Armenia Bielefeld and um, Leipzig took on FC Köln in an earlier game. Köln and Schalke were both facing relegation coming into this game, into this week's round of fixtures and Schalke was basically as good as relegated. We'll come back to those games in a bit. Let's go back to the Bayern game. In terms of the starting lineup for Bayern, there were really no changes aside from Kingsley Coman coming in for Leroy Zane. That was to be expected. Both have played a lot of games this season and um, one was suspected to be subbed in for the other in this game. For Leverkusen, they started with a back three uh, in front of Lukas Radetschke. They had Tapsoba, they had Sven Bender, they had Jonathan Ta in midfield, they had Daly Sinkraven, they had Palacios, they had Arangis, and they had Jeremy Fringpong, a new acquisition over the winter break. I was a little bit surprised to see Daly Sinkraven in midfield. I was not expecting that. At, up front, they had um, Leon Bailey, Musa Diaby with Patrick Schick as the lone striker. Um, Leverkusen in recent weeks have done well to recover from a bad run of games. They fired Peter Bosch. In came Hannes Wolf uh, to take charge for the remainder of the season. And since then, they beat Schalke 2-1. They drew 0-0 against Hoffenheim. And this weekend, they put on a fairly convincing display against Cologne, winning 3-0 thanks to great work by Leon Bailey and Musa Diaby. However... However, if you watched Leverkusen, you wouldn't have been convinced by any of those games. The game against Hoffenheim was especially poor, where I can't recall a single really clear goal-scoring chance for them from that side. In fact, um, Hoffenheim could have won it late on. Probably a little unlucky not to have won it. But this was not the same Leverkusen that we saw in the earlier half of the season. This was a Leverkusen team struggling, hoping to make it into the European spots. The last time that this fixture took place uh, last year, just before the winter break, Leverkusen was first in the table, challenging for the title, and looked set to finish top four, if not top six. And now top six might be a struggle so Bayern came out of the blocks really really quickly 
in this game. And Leverkusen had a fairly good start too. They had a great passing sequence in the fourth minute, which ended with Leon Bailey's shot getting blocked. In the sixth minute, Leon Bailey put on a chase and Manuel Neuer had to come out and save. Bailey stumbled on that move. Uh, Daly Singraven was playing an important part on his flank in midfield and he was coming up against Pava, not giving Benjamin Pava the easiest of times and um, but Bayern kept the pressure up the energy was great it almost seemed to me like this was a thank you to Hansi Flick for all the fantastic work that he had done the first goal came in the eighth minute David Alaba um, who we, we all are going to end up missing when when we remember these moments, played in a wonderful ball, a cross-field pass or cross type of situation for Thomas Muller. And uh, Muller did very well to get it on target. Radetschke saved. The rebound fell to Eric Maxim Chupomoting, who um, scored from that situation. Now, that wasn't easy to do. Chupo had a lot to do even after the rebound fell to him and you know we saw his silky skills Chupo is not just a regular target man who bangs in goals he has a bit of flair to him he has he he's very good in build-up play his passing is really really nice and his technique was on display for this goal um soon after a second goal would come in the 12th minute again David Alaba was involved his pass ended up at Daly Sinkraven's feet who while trying to clear uh, gave the ball to Joshua Kimmich who scored with a thunderous shot to make it 2-0 from there on you thought this game might end 3-4-5-0 Bayern really really looked like they were in the mood uh Jamal Musiala was fantastic. There was a sequence involving him that might have almost ended up in a goal. Um, in the 37th minute, overall, the display in the first half was really, really fantastic. Um, I want to point out a moment in the first half where we saw the best of Alfonso Davies. He had to come up against Musa Diaby today. Diaby's final decision making is still a head scratcher, but he is really, really fast. If you watched Leverkusen play Cologne at the weekend, Cologne just couldn't keep up with him. They couldn't keep up with Leon Bailey either, but my goodness, he was fantastic. So today, when he got at the end of a Leverkusen pass and he could have just dribbled into... Mm, uh, toward Manuel Neuer's goal, Alfonso Davies got in the way. He used his amazing speed to track back and make sure that the chance would be snuffed out. Um, that was pretty much all that occurred in the first half. I th uh, there was also a David Alaba free kick, which could have gone into goal. It was a thunderous shot with his left foot. Other than that, I noticed Leroy Zane just warming up all through the first half that was somewhat entertaining for me for a second I thought Coman was injured but then it just turns out that Leroy Zane just likes to warm up or something in the second half Leverkusen and Hannes Wolf show, um, saw that they needed to make some drastic changes to have any chances in this game and so they brought on Florian Wirtz who probably should have started I don't really know why he didn't and they also brought on their veteran Kareem Bellarabi. 
off went Diaby and off went Jeremy Frimpong. Frimpong's substitution was a little bit surprising to me because I didn't think he had that bad of a game, but really the entire Leverkusen team looked off. That made a little bit of a difference. Leverkusen seemed to be on the front foot at the beginning of the second half, but as the half wore on, Bayern sort of took control of the game again. Then they brought in Karim Demirbay in the 60th minute for Charles Arangis. And just a note on Arangis, he hasn't really looked great since he came back into action. He was injured for much of the first half of the season. Um, I think they really miss Julian Baumgartlinger, who was sort of holding down defensive mid, and his injury coincided with Leverkusen's fall. Uh, from first place into basically having to fight for any type of European football right now. Um, the game wore on. There was a there was an antsy moment for the back line when Jerome Boateng's stylish back pass to Manuel Neuer ended up going to Leon Bailey instead. But credit to Jamal Musiala who rescued the situation, then turned the situation into a Bayern attack. In the 62nd minute, Bayern brought off Coman, Boateng, Muller, and brought on Zane, Tangi Nianzu, and Leon Goretzka. And my goodness, wasn't it just refreshing to see Leon Goretzka back? Goretzka came on, almost had an immediate impact. He had a shot in the 64th minute, um, couldn't find the back of the net with it. In the 65th minute, right after, Chubomoting scored a gorgeous goal from a long pass. I want to say it was Kimmich who set him up. I don't believe it was Pava. Um, unfortunately, he was offside by like a hair, but that was such a stylish finish from Chubo. He looked like, oddly enough, like Robert Lewandowski. And I'm almost going to miss Chubo a little bit when Lewandowski comes back. I don't know if Lewandowski will start. Once he gets back for the weekend, maybe Hansi Flick will take a little bit of time and sub him on to get him back into in, into uh, action. But he's had a really nice few weeks as Bayern's starting striker. In the 69th minute, uh, Leon Bailey set up Karim Bellarabi, who hit the bar. Uh, Leverkusen brought on Nadim Amiri, who really had almost an insta instant impact on the game. The After Amiri came on, the last 20-ish minutes for Leverkusen were probably the best football that they played in this entire game. Uh, it was back and forth. It looked even. Leverkusen could have scored. Amiri had two shots, two excellent shots, which Manuel Neuer saved on both occasions. Uh, Bayern had some chances of their own. 75th minute, Musiala's shot was saved by Radetschki. 76th minute, Leroy Zane, as has become the norm, skied his shot so far off of target that I don't know if they ever found the ball. Uh, Pava went off late in the game. Uh, Bunasar came on as well. And Christopher Scott got a chance to come on as well which was nice to see that he's getting in some minutes uh Leverkusen took off Dele Sinkraven who I thought may have been their best player in the first half and was quite good in the second half as well and uh the match wore on it it was a more exciting last 20 minutes than it needed to be but it was a very engaging game overall and 2-0 I would say is a fair result. If Bayern had won 3-0, I couldn't begrudge them that either. Overall, 
they're all but set to uh, raise the Bundesliga title during the weekend and this is because of RB Leipzig. I mentioned that Cologne had a very important game today. It was against RB Leipzig and surprisingly they pulled it out of the hat because of two goals by Janus Hector and they won 2-1. It was a really astounding result because I really don't know whether the Bundesliga will be helped by both the relegation of Schalke and Cologne. They're two huge historic names in the league and maybe Cologne might be able to stay up. They they might. Maybe this win will turn things around for them. Uh this that win for Cologne all but ended Leipzig's title challenge and now Bayern is 10 points ahead with four games to go that means if they win next week it'll be a 10 point gap with three games to go and Leipzig will have no way of making up uh the gap to first place also um on the other end of the table Schalke losing to Armenia Bielefeld means that at least one of the Bundesliga's giants is set to go down. It was a big victory for Bielefeld. Schalke went a man down. Uh, it's just it's not a season that any Schalke fan will want to remember. Overall, this was a much-needed win for Bayern, especially after what went on in the press with Hansi Flick and Hasan Salihamidzic during the week. There were moments when we saw Brazzo and uh, Flick high-five, shake hands, just display friendliness toward each other. There didn't seem to be too much animosity. Flick had a broad smile on his face at the end of the game, almost as if he's relieved that the decision is done, that he has been able to come out to the press and say that he won't continue as Bayern manager. The players... Um, received embraces. Flick seems to know everybody. I noticed that every time that Bayern have a Bundesliga game, he seems to know everybody in the opposition. That's not surprising considering his the role that he played in the DFB before eventually coming on and taking on the Bayern assistant manager position. But he seems to be able to have a conversation with everybody. And there's just a friendliness about him that... I don't know if the next manager will exude, but Flick just Flick seems to represent Bayern and Mia Zan Mia in a way that previous coaches really didn't. Nico Kovac almost took an inferior attitude into games against bigger opposition, but Flick seems to be a common man, and yet he does not underestimate his side's talent. In many ways, this performance was symptomatic of Bayern. Fantastic going forward, missed a handful of chances in the second half, gave away some really good chances to Leverkusen who couldn't capitalize, and overall just produced a really, really satisfying display. All right, everyone, that's it from me. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or whatever your place for podcasts is. You can also find us uh, at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, at Tommy Adams 71 This was a really great game to watch. I hope you had as much fun as I did watching it, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. All right, take care.